Joshin, your host for today. Today we have invited a special guest. Her name is Junyuan, and let's welcome Junyuan. Hi, Junyuan. Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Could you give like a brief introduction of yourself? Uh, yeah. Okay. So my name is Junyuan. Um, I'll be studying history and politics at Oxford uh, this fall. Um, and I actually graduated from JC um, in 2019. I took a gap year to reapply uh, and then I got in. Yeah. Okay. So I understand that you wrote a commentary piece on uh, today's article regarding your admissions process, correct? Yeah. So uh, can I just know, like, after the gap year, how did you um, manage to narrow down to studying history and politics? Like, what events specifically inspired you to study these two subjects out of the many disciplines that you're interested in? Um, I think the main event, or well, I wouldn't say it's an event per se, but it's just having more time to sit down and read more deeply about the disciplines that I'm interested in. Uh, because when I'm in school, um, let's say I might be interested in a certain historical topic or political topic or um, economic uh, topic. Uh, but then I wouldn't really have enough time to explore out of the syllabus, out of the school syllabus. Um, I would only have time to read maybe like one or two books um, and then read some articles online. So I didn't have much time to do a deep dive and to really ask myself, um, how does this, how does the study of this discipline um, integrate into my future ambitions and also my long-term interests? Um, so having that time during my gap year to really explore not only a wide range of disciplines, but also explore them in depth, uh, really helped me narrow down the decision-making process. Yeah. I see, I see. So um, apart from there, I read that you kind of just um, hunkered down and specialized on one discipline, like uh, PPE, despite having like many interests at the time. So. How do you come to the realization that it was a decision made under pressure? And how do you detach yourself from that line of thinking that, oh, I have to specialize and hunker down on one specific discipline? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess the detachment also comes with time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think time is really, really helpful. That's why um, I, I usually like, recommend people take a gap year, like if they can especially with like COVID going on now uh, for students who want to go overseas. But um, so your question was about, um, oh, wait, sorry. sorry, your question was about, uh, <laughs> uh, my, question was, <laughs> my question was about like, how do you realize that, you know, um, applying for PPE at Oxford was a decision made under pressure? And how do you detach yourself from that line of thinking that you have to specialize something? Okay, uh, so, Okay, so the first part is like, how did I realize that it was made under pressure? So it was after graduation from um, IB, because I was doing the IB. So after I graduated and I didn't get in the first time, so I was trying to reflect on why that happened. Um, and in the process, I tried to, I realized that like, I didn't actually really know why I applied for PP in the first place. And then I tried to retrace my steps. So I realized that the reason why I applied for PPE, as I briefly, briefly mentioned in the article, was because a lot of people around me were applying for PPE as well. And it was like, it had this aura of like prestige around it. And um, it is like a pretty childish 
a reason to apply for something like purely for the prestige. Uh, so I think it was because of like peer pressure and also the pressure to like go for something that is very employable and like um, favorably be, uh, viewed um, amongst your peer group. Uh, yeah, I think realizing that was a helpful step towards like um, going towards something that I actually am interested in in an organic way, um, purely because of like academic reasons and um, career reasons and not because of peer pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So um, knowing this now, what would you like have done differently maybe? It's like time rewind and you were 15 again. And oh. you about you know what do I do about uni life and stuff um if I was 15 again I think I would definitely focus more on um exploring as many topics as I can as, as many disciplines as I can um as much as like the amount of time I have would permit me to and I wouldn't decide to early on which one to specialize in um, because it's quite ridiculous to decide to specialize in something when you're like 16. Um, yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Like, I think I was a very intense, I was a very intense person. And um, sorry, there's a fly. Um, <laughs> very intense person. And then like, I just wanted to do well. So um, I manifested all the energy in like the wrong, in the wrong way. Uh, whereas I should have really, develop my like intellectual curiosity aspect and not the whole like prestige aspect so if I were 15 now I would encourage myself to um, continue doing what I was originally doing which is uh, exploring uh, I remember at the time I was very interested in like I think Chinese history yeah but then that sort of just stopped because then I, I realized that I wanted to do PPE so then wow. I stopped focusing on the history aspect and then actually during over the course of IB, uh, while I was studying History HL, I actually really, really enjoyed it. But then I didn't even realize that I was enjoying it because I was so fixated on PPE. <laughs> but it was like right in front of my face this whole time. I was doing this course that I was really enjoying. And I really found the essay writing process very engaging because uh, you have to write an internal assessment. And... Yeah, I think if I had a more open mind, I would have realized it. And then I would have maybe saved a lot more time. But it's also hard to say because the gap year really did like teach me a lot about myself and like potential pitfalls in the future. Because now when I'm thinking about career ambitions and stuff, I'm trying to uh, make sure that I don't develop that tunnel vision again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I suppose... Focusing on one thing at a time, people would think that, you know, that's more productive or efficient because you're just focusing all your energy into one thing. Yeah. It kind of also closes yourself off from other opportunities as well. So that's yeah. a trap that, like, people have to learn to avoid. But yeah. I suppose it's a lesson that's learned with time as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um. When you got rejected from Oxford University the first time around, did you think of like applying for another university? Like, why were you so set on Oxford University? Um, 
I think it wasn't really about the university because mm. after I applied um, and then I got my results and all that, I was thinking more about what it, what it was that I really wanted to study and what it was I wanted to get out of this experience, the uni experience. So the main factor was that I wanted to change my major. Uh, that was the main motivation behind reapplying. And then the second factor is uh, that I was actually set on Oxford because, well, I was more um, I was more um, familiar with like the Oxford application because I had uh, some seniors who got in, so I felt safer like applying to Oxford rather than Cambridge because Cambridge has a his history and politics um, course as well. And other than that, I I just like the city more. I like the city of Oxford more than Cambridge because it's like bigger, and yeah, that like it just feels less isolating. <laughs> like the, the vibes of the, the place so well but other than that like that's not the main reason the main reason is because of Oxford's uh, tutorial system um, where they really get like professors to sit with you and discuss um, your essays week by week so the workload at Oxford is pretty intense where like every week you're writing a new essay sometimes you even have to write like two to three essays a week and then um Every week you have tutorials with your respective tutors for your various um, modules. Um, and I think that what I want out of my uni experience is like a really concentrated process of uh, refining my way of thinking and my writing skills. And I think that is probably the most efficient way to go about it rather than um, having like larger tutorial groups or, or larger lectures. Yeah, I think it's mainly change of majors and also the tutorial system at Oxford that made me want to reapply, yeah. Mm. So um, when you were rejected from Oxford University like the first time around, right, how did you overcome that setback? Like what was your attitude and mentality at the time? Um, I think maybe it wasn't really like, I didn't really see it as overcoming. Like I sort of knew that I deserved to be rejected. <laughs> My, my application was not good. Like it was not, like sending it in, I really, I wasn't proud of it. And um, I was I was sending it in and I was like, oh, I deserve to be rejected because it's not even And my, so for PP, you have to do the thinking skills assessment, mm -hmm. uh, which is um, like an assessment test for PP majors. Some other majors have to do it as well, but for PP, you definitely have to do it. Um, I didn't really have enough time to practice enough for the TSA and also because like um, some of the aspects of the test weren't really my strong suits like especially the maths parts of the, the test so <laughs> yeah I didn't really have enough like I didn't really space out my practices so my score on that was pretty mediocre and to even get an interview like your score has to be uh, pretty high above average so just based on that statistic itself like I knew I wasn't going to get in so when I received the rejection, it wasn't, my first thought wasn't, um, oh, this is such a setback and I'm so sad. It was more like, okay, so what am I gonna do now about it? Am I gonna just accept it and go to whatever, um, the other universities that have accepted me? Or do I reflect on like what I've done for my whole high school journey and think about what other ways I can like improve myself? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. So, um, I guess from this is like, what advice do you have for juniors who, you know, who either don't know what to study 
uh, that they have been like rejected from their university and I'm thinking of, you know, should I apply for another university or should I take a gap year? Okay. Um, oh, uh, I also do want to add to what I said previously that for people, I, like I know a lot of really like intelligent people who don't get into Oxbridge and to a certain extent, it can be pretty arbitrary. What I meant to say before was that in my specific circumstance, like I didn't deserve to get in the first time I applied. But I'm not saying that people who get rejected all don't deserve to get in. Yeah, because <laughs> really not a good way that, yeah. Because the way I think, uh, the way I was thinking was just to motivate myself to uh, do better the next time. But I'm not saying that everyone who gets rejected should be like, oh, I deserve to be rejected and blah, blah, blah. That's just the way I think. And I think it helps me um, become like a better person and stuff. But um, for other people, like there are some really, really intelligent people that I know that they went through the, pro- the interview process and like somehow they just got rejected. And sometimes they're just not a good fit for the professor because again, like the Oxford tutorial system is a very personal system. So the professor is really seeing like, whether your way of thinking is uh, suitable for teaching at Oxford. It doesn't mean that like your abilities are not there. Yeah. So my advice to people who are rejected, I think is not really to think about how do I change myself to fit the Oxford system so I can get in. It's more about like reflecting on what you actually want out of your uh, uni experience. Because maybe after, oh, actually, after I got rejected from Oxford, Uh, I was reflecting on what I wanted out of uh, my education. And then for a while, I decided that I wasn't going to apply to Oxford anymore. I was just going to do LSE because LSE had this um, language course, like uh, this international relations and Chinese course. And I was very uh, interested in like improving my Chinese because I I feel like um, my current standard of Chinese like is okay, but it's not really useful in the workplace. Mm. Um, And I wanted to be like, fully effectively bilingual, not just in like a workplace setting, but also in like a literary way. Yeah, that's just like sort of an interest that I have. So I thought that LSE could give me that more. But then after doing more research, I still felt like that course wasn't really for me. So the point in the example was that the first thing I thought was not, okay, how do I change myself to fit Oxford better? It was more like, what do I want out of my uni education yeah so it might not be Oxford in the end or it might be but the point is that it's not really about the university it's about you yeah so I suppose from this it's more like you know you shouldn't just focus on like when you choose university it shouldn't be like oh I want to go to this university because it's like prestige and stuff but more of like you know what I want to learn from this university course etc yeah exactly so um, while we are talking about that, right, apart from cost choices, how do you deliberate between like uni choices as well? Oh, uni choices. Um, I think mainly, mainly I chose unis based on their style of teaching. And also one is the style of teaching and the other is um, which departments are best for the subjects that I want to study um, and what modules they offer. Yeah, because, so for the first one, the way of teaching, um, that one I think we discussed just now, the tutorial yeah. system versus the larger classes system, and also the amount of workload. So for some people, they might feel like um, an excessively heavy academic workload is not the experience that they want, which is definitely um, reasonable. 
because some people might uh, want to spend more time on societies. I'm not saying you can't do both at Oxford, but you definitely need a lot more focus and energy to do that. But for someone else, maybe they want to like start their own business in uni. Um, maybe going to another uni that doesn't place so much focus on like weekly essays and weekly tutorials might be more suitable for them. So the first thing is the teaching style. Uh, the second thing is uh, the modules that they offer. So for example, just because LSE offers history and politics and Oxford offers history and politics doesn't mean like the modules they have are the same. So for example, if you're more interested in, I don't know, like a random module like Southeast Asian history, Oxford doesn't really offer that many uh, courses on Southeast Asian history. So maybe like LSE might have more of that. I, I honestly can't remember anymore. I did the research very long ago. So I'm coming up with like random, but, but you get what I mean. Like just look through the courses that they have and then uh, try and decide whether this is right for you. Um, and also I think when you go onto the school's website, like the history and politics Oxford website or history and politics LSE website, they don't really list the course in a lot of detail. I don't know why, maybe it's like confidential or something. But you can try Googling, like, for example, if you want to go to King's College for history, you can Google King's College history reading list first year PDF. So maybe there might be some like PDF that they distribute to their first years for history students. And then you can just see uh, what they read. Or you can just ask seniors like for their reading list if they got into the course that the uni want to go to. Yeah. So... Another thing that I wanted to ask was like, do you have any tips for seniors who are going through the IB system and like wish to apply for overseas universities? Sorry, like tips for IB students? Uh, who, uh, who want to apply for overseas universities? Mm, I would say um, if you're doing the IB, I don't know how good an idea it is to do to apply to American University.